Okay, let's get right into it, everybody. My name is Eric. This is Free NFL Bets Podcast. You can follow me at Twitter at Free NFL Bets. So I have Thursday night football. I have two bets that I want to talk about. I actually might have three. I'm thinking about pulling the trigger on Green Bay plus seven if it gets there. So let's start Thursday Night Football. I got two plays for now that I'll discuss on the podcast. And then I also have two bonus plays that I really like a lot that I'll throw in this podcast before I talk about it on my weekly Saturday night, Sunday morning podcast. So let's get right into it. Thanks for listening. Let's start with the total. I'm betting the total straight up this week for the Arizona-Green Bay Thursday night game. The total right now is at 49.5 at some places, at some books. I bet it yesterday at 50.5, and I took the over. So I took the over because, just as I alluded to, me possibly taking the plus 7 with Green Bay, the line opened at 52, 52.5, And the Green Bay spread opened at plus three, plus three and a half. So basically, this is just a complete overreaction to the Devontae Adams news of him being on the reserve COVID list. And with him being out, it really does not warrant almost a four-point line movement. And now a three-point line movement in the over-under which I'm betting. So if you've kind of listened to, I don't know, some in-depth sports analysis on this game or whatever whatever you want to call it, then you know that the Packers under Matt, Matt LaFleur are 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. And they haven't played slouches either. If you remember last year, they, they beat the Saints on Sunday Night Football in New Orleans. Yeah, I know there weren't any fans, but still, they didn't think they could win without Devontae Adams against the Saints. They won 37-30. to It was a shootout. Now, and they scored 30 the following week without Devontae Adams against the Falcons. Yeah, it was against the Falcons. The Falcons weren't very good last year. Okay, in 2019, Devontae Adams was out week 5, 6, 7, and 8. During those weeks... The Packers scored over 30 points three out of the four games. So they scored six, no, five out of six times that Devontae Adams hasn't played. They've scored over 30. Now, I mean, yeah, they, well, actually, yeah. I mean, well, they played Dallas, Detroit, Oakland, and Kansas City in 2019. Not, you know, not necessarily the best defenses, but. Let's really analyze Arizona's defense, guys. Let's really analyze it, all right? The first week against Tennessee, they gave up 13 points. Ryan Tannehill, there's apparently some, you know, not alignment with him and the offensive coordinator, some back and forth. You know, they didn't figure out themselves with the new offensive coordinator since Arthur Smith left and went to Atlanta. So we know that that didn't work out the first couple weeks, but hey, now look at Tennessee's offense. So Arizona didn't get the best Tennessee offense that week. 
the following week, they got lucky against Minnesota at home, and they gave up 33 points. Really, I think 26 offensively, but it should have been 29 because the kicker kept missing field goals. Um, Minnesota had their way against them. They were running the ball and doing whatever they wanted against the, the Cardinals that day. The following week, the Jaguars were moving the ball up and down the field and then just imploded in the third, late third quarter, and then Arizona ran away with it. The following week, they got L.A. off their biggest game of the year, playing Tampa Bay at home, and they won. So that was a flat spot for the Rams. following week, they got Trey Lance. I mean, gosh, guys, Trey Lance is not ready to be an NFL quarterback quite yet, or possibly ever. And then the week after that, they were at Cleveland. With Cleveland, had all their injuries and everything. They don't have a very good passing game. They fell behind early, and that's not Cleveland's ML. They're not going to be coming back from behind against many teams. Um, so, yeah, and then they played the Houston Texans last week. Bottom line is, guys, they got tested once by Minnesota, pretty much. They got tested once, and they couldn't handle it. And they even gave up 19 to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags through three quarters. And then also, the Rams, they really moved the ball on them at will. So I'm not worried about Green Bay getting to 24 points. Again, all we need is Green Bay to get to 24, Arizona to get to 27, or vice versa. And the bet hits. It goes to 51, which is a key number. So as soon as it got under 51, if you know anything about NFL totals, 51 is a key number in betting totals. Lots of games, uh, percentage-wise, I think it's like 5% of all NFL games land on 51. It might be even a little higher than that, um, the total game score combined. So a lot of games land on 51, and that's why 50.5, that, that was a pretty big uh, move, you know, sign for me to say, hey, let's take the over 50.5 because it was 52. Now we're getting a little bit of a discount because they think that Devontae Adams – News is going to affect the way that Green Bay scores. And, guys, it's not. And the biggest factor in me playing this game at all is because uh, Arizona cannot stop the run. So Green Bay for sure is going to be able to run the ball. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks at all time passing the ball. So I'm not buying into Arizona being able to stop Green Bay at all. And on the other side, the flip side, the Cardinals – they're going to be able to move the ball against um, pretty much anybody. I mean, they're so efficient on offense this year. They can run the ball. James Conner's been a really nice addition. And then Chase Edmonds is running the ball very effectively this year as well. And then Kyler Murray with A.J. Green, opposite of uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And then the rookie, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. You throw in Zach Ertz now. I mean, gosh, guys. This total should be like 55. I mean, let's be honest. This total's way too low. And I get it. Some people are thinking, hey, maybe, you know, they just run the ball, milks the clock. No, guys. It might start off slow, but then they're going to trade punches late in the game, and there's going to be points flooding in by the end of the third quarter and all the fourth quarter. They're going to be going after it. I really like this play a lot. I think it gets over 15.5. Right now the line's at 49.5. Grab the 49.5. I mean, might as well. Uh, and 49 to 50 aren't really key numbers, but hey, take it. Take it. So, yeah, that's the first bet. 
The second bet in this game is a player prop. It is Aaron Jones over 36 and a half receiving yards on FanDuel. So I kind of thought about a different, couple different ways to go with this one. I did think about the rushing receiving over 92 and a half yards combined. Um, Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is the safest play in this game. Uh, there's a lot of other leans that I have. I do like Aaron Rodgers over 250-something passing yards. I do like Randall Cobb's receiving. I like Robert Tanyan's receiving yards. But uh, when, when it all came down to it, Aaron Jones made the most sense to me because he's going to get used. And just in the chance that um, Arizona does start blowing out the Packers, which could happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but it could happen. Then I need to make sure that my prop bet's going to be safe because I'm taking rushing um, and the game gets out of control. They're not going to be looking to run the ball that much. They're going to be looking to throw the ball. And, yeah, and I honestly I don't see Green Bay running away with this one. So I think Green Bay – you know, is going to be trading punches with Arizona pretty much all night. And so that means they're going to be throwing the ball. And Aaron Jones is their best skill position now that Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard are out. Um, not that Alan Lazard was better than Aaron Jones, but I'm just, you know, just, you know, giving more information that, hey, they really don't have a ton of receivers they trust to get the ball a lot. And... You know, the offense, Aaron Rodgers came out this week and publicly said at his press conference that the offense is centered around Devontae Adams. Not that that's a shocker to anybody, but just to confirm that, you know, hey, yeah, we look to Devontae and our offense is centered around it. You know, it's not the run game. It's not Aaron Jones. You know, that that does mean a little bit something. So now that he's out and, and you kind of know the mind frame of Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, like, hey, let's center the offense around their best player. Their best player now is Aaron Jones. So the game's going to be centered around him. 36 and a half receiving yards is just way too low. I thought about over four and a half receptions, but just to be safe, safe in case, you know, I don't know, some, he drops a couple passes or he takes like three or four catches for like 70 yards, you know. It, 36 and a half yards is just too low of a number, guys, for Aaron Jones and this type of a shootout game. So that was my second play. Oh, and also, sorry, last last point on this. The Cardinals give up a lot of yards receiving to running backs. So the play, the game script, uh, the talent of the player, the low number in the prop line receiving yards, and the fact that Arizona gives up receiving yards a lot. I think they're top 10. I think they're seventh worst in the NFL in receiving yards given up to running backs. The play makes perfect sense. It fits perfectly. So love this one, guys. Love that. Okay. So now if you listen this this long, guys, 11 minutes, 20 seconds into the podcast, thank you so much. Please go show support. I'm doing this for free, guys. I'm giving out free winning bets. Go show some love on my Twitter page. Like, comment, retweet. Um, if you want to know about a special deal that I can get for sports uh, gambling gamblers um, you know hit me up direct message me on Twitter I can give you a cool promo okay enough of that let's get to the last two bets on the show my next play 
is a two-unit parlay. I love this play, guys, obviously, because it's a two-unit play. Um, personally, I put more money on it than a two-unit play. I went pretty heavy on it. Not irresponsibly heavy, but I put a good amount of money on this one. The play is a four-leg money line parlay. And the first leg is the Bengals money line. Again, at the New York Jets with Mike White at quarterback for the Jets, officially named, not Joe Flacco. Um, Robert Sala said Mike White will be the starting quarter, quarterback for the Jets. you got to love that matchup for the Bengals. Second leg is the Buffalo Bills money line at home off of their heartbreaking, oh, I don't want to say heartbreaking, it, it was very hurt, hurting, hurtful loss, whatever you want to call it. Um, against the Titans, and they're coming out the bye week, so they're going to be focused. Um, Rams money line at the Texans. I know Tyrod Taylor might be coming back. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, Texans are looking to ship everybody, and there's a lot of noise around Deshaun Watson. It's such a distraction. I like the Rams there. And then the last leg are the Chiefs money line on Monday Night Football against the Giants. So, I'll briefly talk about it all. I like the Bengals. I don't think it's a letdown spot. I know they have the Browns the following week, and they play, they're coming off a big win. It could be a letdown spot. I personally, and I can't really, you know, quantify it, or, you know, it's just a hunch. It's just something for me playing football and playing at a high level in college and um, just being a part of a lot of different teams. I think the Bengals are too good to know or are too young. Sorry, they're too young and having too much fun to realize like that this is a letdown spot. I think they'd love playing football. I think they just like going out there and competing. And it's just a huge matchup. Uh, advantage to I mean they're just they're better in pretty much every position and I like their coaching right now better than the Jets I can't believe I'm saying that about Zach Taylor um, but I like Lou Anarumo I think is his name the defensive coordinator for the Bengals I like him a lot and I think it's just simple play just very easy hey pick the Bengals to win makes sense to me makes should make sense to everybody Next player, the Bills at home. The line's minus 13 and a half. I really don't agree with that. I think the I think the fish can cover that. Um, I think that line's kind of crazy high. But with the whole Deshaun Watson rumor now going to Miami, uh, that's a distraction, guys. I mean, that's just so much. I mean, it officially got confirmed that, hey, they found what they want compensation-wise, the Texans did, and it got confirmed that it's a done deal, but they just want to get more, uh, the, the Dolphins just want to gain more clarity on Deshaun Watson's legal situation. So who knows when it's going to happen, guys? Who knows? But the biggest thing is it's a distraction, and then also the Dolphins are reeling. Yes, they're, they played well against the Falcons. They lost in the last second, but... 
Um, this just isn't the week to go up to Buffalo on Halloween with the wind and the weather and not be able to run the ball because the Dolphins can't run the ball. And the Bills' defense plays, like most defenses, pretty well at home. And they got embarrassed. They gave up 30-something points last week or two weeks ago to the Titans on Monday night. They're going to be focused. I don't, I'm not buying this whole coming off a bye week and, and you're sluggish. They're, they're going to be focused to play the fish. I like the Bills on the money line. Rams, I just kind of spoke about they're, they're just better, guys. I mean, again, all four of these teams are just way better than the other team. And I, I think they're going to come ready to play. And the Rams, I'm not really – I'm not concerned about this being a letdown spot with Tyrod Taylor coming back. They're better. They want to win. They're, 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 they'll find a way to beat the Texans, guys. Not worried about that one. Let's move on. Okay. So last leg of the parlay is the Chiefs' money line. And by, by the way, I got this on DraftKings at mi- minus 119 yesterday. I'm sure it's already up to minus 130, but I, I would still play it at minus 130. I'd, I'd probably still play it at minus 140. Um, but with that said, follow me on Twitter, guys. So as soon as I place all of my bets, I post them on Twitter immediately. So that way you guys get the best line that I get. So follow me on Twitter um, at Free NFL Bets. So the last leg is the Chiefs' money line. I know. They came off of their worst offensive performance in the Patrick Mahomes era. But that's why I love this play even more. I personally lost money on the Chiefs last week. They cost me big time. Um, But I like this national TV, Monday Night Football. They're coming off such a rough stretch to begin their season. Patrick Mahomes did get a little banged up, but they said he cleared concussion protocol, so I'm fine. I'm pretty sure he's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. Um, They're just better than the Giants, and I, I I just, it does not make sense for the Chiefs to be as healthy as they are now with Chris Jones back, Charvarius Ward back, um, you know, they need Tyreek and Travis to get a little healthier, but I, I don't think it's, you know, anything to be overly concerned about. Bottom line is it just doesn't make sense for the Chiefs to go three and five. Just does not make sense. Um, and at least not losing to the Giants and Daniel Jones. If they lose to the Giants at home on Monday night, fine. If that's if that's what it's going to take for me to lose this bet, fine. You know what? This is a good bet. I love it. I'm fine with it. If that if that's the reason it loses, hey, whatever. Um, I just won't bet on the Chiefs for the, uh, for the rest of the year. But guys, they're not going to lose to the Giants on Monday Night Football. They are going to be on a mission, and the home crowd is going to be rocking. Daniel Jones will make some mistakes. Um, yeah, I like I like the Chiefs to win, guys. And we'll just keep it as simple as that. So the last play that I've posted and that I've played this week is a two-team teaser. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line plus the New England Patriots plus 14 and a half. 
So take Tampa Bay to win. Add in New England plus 14 and a half. I got this at minus 113 on the Rivers Sportsbook. The Rivers Sportsbook is becoming popular in a lot of U.S. states. It's opening up in a lot of states. So if you haven't got the Rivers, uh, download that. They have great lines. And I also have a promotion for them. Okay, big deposit match bonus. So please contact me on Twitter. I can help you get that deposit match bonus. Um, minus 125 on MGM. So if you don't have the Rivers, it's minus 125 on MGM. And, yeah, I think those are the two best places to get the lines. Um, but, man, me getting this at minus 113 on the Rivers, this is a steal, guys, an absolute steal. The Tampa Bay line is climbing to minus 6. And I've seen the New England line go from minus six all the way to minus four and a half in some books, some places. So the fact that this teaser could be minus 150, minus 160 elsewhere, and I'm getting it from minus 113 on the rivers, absolute steal in line value right now. This line's only going to go in the opposite direction. Um, so let's start with Tampa Bay. It's a little concerning about the Antonio Brown news. Uh, they don't know if he's going to be able to play until week 11 or maybe even a little further than that. That's really uh, hurts to hear. I really like Antonio Brown being a Steelers fan and just everything that he did for us. And yeah, and then other injury news. Jason Pierre-Paul didn't practice today. He played last Sunday, and after he didn't really practice all week. So I, I feel confident he'll play, hopefully. And Indama Kung Su <coughs> didn't practice at all either. So I think they'll be okay. I think they'll play. I haven't heard anything serious about it yet since the first day of practice. Uh, we'll monitor that. But Levante David looks to play this week, the middle linebacker. So with all that said, there's still they still have Vita Vea, they have Devin White, they have Shaq Barrett. I like the other three guys to play. And why am I, you know, going over these guys? Because New Orleans likes to run the ball. And they just traded for Mark Ingram today as well. So they love to run the ball. I don't think they really trust their wide receivers and they don't trust Jameis. So Tampa Bay has to stop the run to put the Saints in passing situations. I like that a lot. I like Tampa Bay to stop the run this week. I think they'll do a pretty good job. Andrews Pete for the Saints probably won't play. I think he's done for the year with a torn pec. And, yeah, I like Tampa Bay to stop the run, put Jameis in bad passing situations. And the Buccaneers are just they're, – they're in a groove right now. They finally had a whole offseason to work together. They're hitting their stride. Everyone's in great communication, all in alignment with Tom Brady. They're scoring 30 points at will. I don't think the Saints can get to 30 points against the Buccaneers with Jameis at quarterback and a lack of wide receiver depth, even with Tampa Bay's bad secondary. Um, and really, I don't think it's that bad. I know that might be a shock. Um, I actually like Jamel Dean a lot at cornerback. And the other cornerback, that's an issue. I mean, we'll be 100% real with that. And their third uh, cornerback, whoever they want to bring on in their nickel-dime situations, he's a liability too, Ross Cockrell. He's, he's bad. 
But Antoine Winfield, I think Mike Edwards is the other safeties. I, I like three out of those four guys. I do like those guys. Um, and against the Saints, they shouldn't be tested. So I like Tampa Bay. They have a bye week after this game. They're going to want to win this game, guys. I know it's on the road. I know it's a division matchup. But they're going to want to win this game bad. They're going to be focused and motivated to win to go into the bye week 7-1. Um, and one. So, yeah, I like that first leg. The second leg is New England Patriots traveling to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. They did this last year, and they blew the Chargers out. It was Justin Herbert's rookie year, Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. If you don't know the narrative by now, Bill Belichick has his ways with has his way with rookie quarterbacks when he's going against them. So, I mean, yeah, Herbert's really good. I'm sure he's learned. You know, they got a new offense uh, from uh, Lombardi's, the uh, offensive coordinator. He was under Sean Payton with New Orleans. You know, he's doing a really nice job. That offense is humming. But Bill Belichick still has a, a fairly decent defense and defensive talent, and they're getting healthier. They've been a little banged up. And... I like them. I like them to keep this game close. I mean, oh gosh, they can lose by 14 points, two touchdowns, two extra points, and this and this bet covers. And, I mean, if I was, you know, feeling really a little ballsy, you know, plus six with the Patriots, I mean, I kind of like that straight up, honestly. I, I kind of like the Patriots to win this game outright. I think, you know, they they, they really were one kick away from beating the Buccaneers. And they were one bad defensive play away from uh, beating the Cowboys at home. And those are the, the, you know, arguably the top two or three teams in the NFC. So the Patriots are a really good team. And their offense is going to be able to run the ball against um, the Chargers defense. The Chargers defense is one of the worst yards per carries, total yards given up in the NFL against the run. So I know Bill Belichick, I know McDaniels, they're going to try to pound the ball, control the game, milk the clock. That's what they're going to try to do. It's, I, I just, I know. I, I've followed Bill Belichick for long enough for since he got to New England. Um, I know what he tries to do. I know what Josh McDaniels tries to do. That's what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to be very good at running the ball. And then Mac Jones has shown that he is translating from college to the pros very nicely. He protects the ball. He doesn't throw many interceptions. He has a high completion percentage. He's very good at placing the ball where it needs to go on time accurately. That's the most important thing for an NFL quarterback. Can you accurately deliver the ball in a good place for the wide receiver and away from the defender? He does that. So even if they need to start coming back from behind, I like uh, Mac Jones to make some plays against a pretty tough Chargers secondary. Probably one of the best secondaries in the NFL. But still, I like McDaniels. I trust Bill Belichick to keep this close, to stifle Herbert in the red zone a little bit. Um, Again, plus 14.5 points, guys. I mean, gosh, that's a ton of points to be getting. Um, on a two-team teaser, and with a 
team that I feel like, I mean, they beat this team by 30 points last year on the road, same venue. And yeah, I mean, just think about Los Angeles doesn't have a very good home crowd. So it's not going to be too much of a home field advantage. It's pretty much a neutral field, honestly. So yeah, I love that play a lot. Um, I mean, gosh, you want to make it a 1.5 unit play, go ahead. You can do that. Um, I'm going to keep it a little, I, I've been, I, I don't know, I'm a little spooked out by a lot of my bad beats, so um, I won't be playing any 1.5 unit plays or two unit plays unless I just feel amazing about them. So yeah, guys, again, I might get to the window with the Packers plus seven if it gets there. I can buy the half a point on BetMGM and get it to minus 120. I might do that. I might put a little sprinkle on there. I might, I might do a half a unit on the Packers plus seven. I just think that's that line just got inflated way too much. The Packers are going to be able to score the ball. Um, so follow me at Free NFL Best to see if I pull the trigger on that. But until next episode, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Cash some tickets. And, yeah, follow me on Twitter. And the next podcast will be out Saturday late Saturday night, early Sunday morning with the rest of my picks. Until then, see you later, guys.